Welcome to the Encourage Her Community Podcast. I'm Joe, your co-host here at Encourage Her. Welcome to the community. We are women who choose to encourage. In a world full of critics, we need more encouragers. Let's get some encouragement today. Happy Monday. Now we okay. are. There we go. All right, we're good? All right. This feels weird in person. <laughs> okay. Cute faces. All right. Here we go. All right. Welcome back, encouragers. Happy Monday. We are here in a new format. Today, Sarah and I are trying something new. We are recording audio and visual at the same time. So if we sound a little weird, it's because we feel a little weird. So just bear with us. But happy Monday. Our goal today, truly, um, before we open up in prayer, is to just do a little recap. And our recap is just to remind you of where we've been and where we're going. Um, And this whole summer, as you know, if you've been listening, we're returning to oneness. And we know that that's a process that we're always going to be on, something that's not going to be conquered over a summer. Um, Truly, we won't be fully one until we get to heaven. And that's just the truth. But we're working towards maintaining our closest oneness with the Lord as we can. And we can do that through some rhythms that will help us stay close to the most important one, meaning Christ and our relationship with him. So we've talked about how we can do that in our mind. We've talked about rhythms in our body at this point, and this whole month we've been in spirit. And we felt like it was important to sort of shift the conversation in the spirit a little bit today, give you another rhythm that's maybe outside um, a little bit of your of yourself, and you'll understand what I mean in just a moment. But we have this month talked a lot about having like that really beautiful solitude, quiet time, presence with the Lord, That may not always practically look like you're literally solitary. You might be sitting with your kids running around you, um, a house full of noise on your lunch break in a lunchroom, in your car, in the parking lot. But it just means in your spirit, you are trying to connect with the Holy Spirit. You are taking time to be intentional. It could be in the shower. It could be on a run. But we want these moments throughout our day where we're connecting with the most important relationship. So we've talked about that just pretty practically and big picture, too, that that's our goal. Um, that's ultimately our goal in our spirit. And so I'm going to I'm going to kick it to Sarah in a second. But how about I just open us up in prayer as we begin this conversation today about how to connect to the Holy Spirit in oneness uh, through community, taking us a little bit outside that most important relationship. All right. Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you just for this community and different formats where we can connect with other believers, um, encourage each other, and build one another up. We hope that this summer has been fruitful. We've really enjoyed it ourselves. Um, It's just been fun and challenging at the same time to think through ways that we can obviously stay connected, Lord, to you most importantly. Um, Help us to continue to do that. We're praying that this isn't just a summer you know, that they forget about, but that these rhythms actually become part of their daily life. Um, So Lord, thank you again for all that you've done already and all you continue to do. In your name, amen. Amen. So Sarah, yeah, so we were talking, Sarah, about relationships before we started and just like, what do we want to remind them about before we start talking about community? Yeah. What do you feel like? Well, I'm excited for this conversation because it's, um, you know, 
encourage your community. We're big on the community factor and community is how we do Christian life best, but we do it best when we are first established in our first community, which is our relationship with Christ. And as we said, we've been in spirit all month long talking about how do we establish that strong spiritual connection? How do we establish a connection, right? How do we stay Mm -hmm. in that connection? Because we understand that life is ebbing and flowing. You know, there's um, times where we're going to feel like we're so connected and then we're like, oh shoot, I have to go back and take care of my family. You know, like I don't want to leave this (laughs) sacred place of feeling so connected and so one. Um, But that's life. Life is done out in the world, done in relationships. And it's often where we get, um, you know, I think most of our learning experiences, right, is through relationships. And I think we have the advantage as believers because we have a foundational piece of having a relationship with the perfect Lord and Jesus Christ, and he can model for us. He does model for us through his word on how to do relationships um, and how to be successful, wisdom on how to do relationships, who to have relationships with, how to do, you know, how to be the person in a relationship or whatnot. Um, And so I just wanted to offer this verse to everybody who's listening today is Matthew 22. Um, And it's just reminding us of what the first commandment is. Oops, I had my computer up here and now it obviously Mm -hmm. turned off. Um, But just remind yourself our order, right? God is a God of order, and order is what creates flow in our lives when we have things in the right order. And that's something we're going to kind of talk about today is how things can get out of order and how they can Mm -hmm. kind of maybe get off course. And we feel that. We're going to feel that in our souls when things are a little off course. So it's Matthew 22, verse 37 and 38. And it says, Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is, like it, love your neighbor as yourself. All the law, the prophets hang on these two commandments. I read to verse 40, I'm sorry. Um, And yet again, here's the order. We are first called to love God with all our hearts, with all our mind, and with all our soul, with our whole whole being, which is what we've been Mm -hmm. emphasizing all summer long is the oneness of ourselves, right? Not just with my hands. I'm not just going to love God with what I do with my hands, but have my heart disconnected. Right. In our family devotional, they was talking about how um, in Ephesians, the church was doing everything perfectly. Right. They had all the things perfectly done. They could check all the right boxes and being a Christian. But their hearts were so far away from God. And we can be that way, too. Right. Be doing all the right things in our relationship, showing up and giving time and doing all the right activities in our marriages and with our children and being the perfect friend. But maybe our hearts have become disconnected or our hearts have become hardened because we're no longer doing it from a place of love or doing it from a place of like obligation or guilt or, you know, some other human emotion or whatnot. So our encouragement to you is as we talk about community, remember, we're going to be able to do community best when we're in our our community first with our relationship with the Holy Spirit, with Jesus and God. And that's the commandments order of love God first. And then it's going to be easier, quote unquote, easier, right? Still challenging, mm-hmm. but easier to love others because you have him in you. And if we have yeah. his love in us, if we have his joy, his peace, his forgiveness inside of us, then we can offer that to others. But we can't mm-hmm. give what we don't have, right? If we're not receiving his love and forgiveness, we're not going to be able to offer that to others. So that's, right. that's where we're kind of starting this conversation off is still in spirit and that if we are connected with him, community mm-hmm. is done more effectively. Not that's perfectly, right. yeah. but more effectively. 
Right. Yeah. And keeping central the most important relationship, which we know. Right. So going out a layer, I like to look at it as like circles. We have a, a little devotion we put out on Amazon called Seeking Rest, which is similar to all the stuff we're talking about this summer. Seeking rest in your mind, body, spirit and community. But ultimately, the inner circle is that relationship with the Lord and all the way out. Right. Mind, body, spirit, community. So we want to talk a little bit about that community piece. So we know the most important relationship is God, loving God first, like you said, then it should flow out of us. I love, we talked about before we recorded, we were talking a little bit about what scriptures like, oh, help us really explain this. And there's so many, it's hard to find just one that encompasses all the things we're going to talk about today. So we're going to give you a couple, but I just keep, I always picture, I think it was Beth Moore that talks about like a glass or a vase or a vase, however you say it, full, so full of Jesus. So that, again, that most important relationship, you're so full of the spirit that you have extra that flows out of your vase onto others. And it reminds me, we talked the very beginning of the summer of Eve and how women are of water. Part of our name is made of water, that life-giving water that's supposed to be inside your first, right? The word of God, the Holy Spirit, then it gives life to others. Um, so it's that community where we're meant and designed to be in community. So yes, God first, but then others. And what does that look like? And we were thinking about that. And we were thinking, um, I think it was Sarah, I think you said like polar opposites. Like we can have sort of two different situations in our Christian walk. And the two that we'd hope you have both of are people that are Christians and people that are not Christians, relationships with believers and relationships with non-believers who believe that Jesus modeled that. And yes, he was Jesus, <laughs> so he did it perfectly. And we're not saying we've figured out how to do that perfectly or that it always looks perfect in either of our lives. Absolutely not. But we want this rhythm of having people who fill us up, who are believers, who can affirm us, correct us, rebuke us even if needed, right? Help us stay in alignment with the Lord. Help us kind of like, you know, if you look at it as two ends, help us go back to oneness, with the Lord, be reminded of our need for oneness, um, even be encouraged by watching their oneness. Wow, she's so connected with the Lord right now. I'm almost envious of that, right? I want to get back in my word and find a little gem for myself. We need those people. We absolutely need those people in our life that build us up, part of the body. And then we are meant to be that for other people. And other people are pouring into our lives in different ways. Non-believers have such a place in our life and we're meant to pour out onto them. Um, and just, you know, what can happen, what interestingly and dynamically can happen socially is that people can pull you away from the Lord and pull you towards the Lord. And it, you know, it's challenging to just be aware of that because we often just find such, um, identity and value in other people's relationships. And that's not necessarily wrong. God made us for community, made us for relationship, but we can kind of displace some of those, the importance of those relationships in our life and forget the most important. Um, so it can get kind of just gray. And we always just want to be, we think the practical part of this is to be aware of the relationships in your life, right? Like take a step back. Who is in your life? Who are these people we're talking about? Who are the people that pull you towards the Lord? And who are the people that maybe lead you astray? Um, and just being aware of that, we think, is a very practical way to stay in step with the Spirit. And then you are also that person. <laughs> Hello. We also have that job. So it says in Proverbs 12, I'm in verse 26, one who is righteous is a guide 
to his neighbor. I love that word guide, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. So we can also be this. We can also be that person who leads them toward oneness with the spirit. We can also be the person who's, you know, unintentionally or intentionally leading them astray. So if we believe that we were left here to further the kingdom, then we believe that we are meant to lead them towards oneness with the spirit. Um, so we're, we're part of this too. We're part of this dynamic relationship uh, community. So we just think it's very practical to take a minute to say, hey, yeah, people can also be a good rhythm to lead you towards oneness. A beautiful thing. An incredibly encouraging community can lead you towards oneness and you can be part of that in someone else's life as well. So with that said, like with those polar opposites in an idea, in a visual, Sarah, you were talking about, yeah, but like the perfect quote unquote rhythm would be to find harmony in that, right? So you wanna speak on that a little bit, what you meant by that, like the the balance, yeah, I guess? For sure. Well, we as we were, we've been processing this and you know, Joe would say, well, what about this situation? And then, you know, soon my brain would go, well, well, the opposite could be true too, you know, for Mm -hmm. a person say, you know, there's maybe a person out there who's doing community all the time, constantly around people, always surrounded on the phone, out and about community looks strong, right? And that could be a really good thing, but also it could be a negative thing because maybe all of their um, you know, insight and wisdom is coming from their community, right? Maybe they are so dependent on that community and that could appear good, but it also can become a very negative thing if we are community dependent and not God dependent, right? So I think that's mm-hmm. just one of those areas of like, yes, you need people, but people can't be the end all be all, right? Your friendship, right. your girlfriends, yes, they might be like wise and discerning and encouraging and all these things. But if you don't know how to encourage yourself or seek out wisdom yourself or develop your own discernment, then how are you growing? You know, and like, mm-hmm. this is, I think, just that balance of going to these friendships and asking, I could use some encouragement right now, but learn from mm-hmm. that and then apply mm-hmm. it to yourself and then be able to offer that also to somebody else. I think that I love this phrase of mutually beneficial exchange relationships. It's called the MBER, right? And Mm. I just think it's such a healthy way to look at relationships of like, okay, yes, this person just gave something to me. Can I then give something back? Or am I able to offer that to somebody else? But just not always being somebody who is giving too much, right? Because we can be two two parts of the coins here. You can either be the person who Mm -hmm. gives and gives and gives and gives and gives. I tend to to fall on that side of the coin often, okay? I'm a giver. Mm -hmm. I like to give out. But I often lack in taking in. I don't often seek it, seek out others to give to me, right? I'll, I'll just be a person, I'll go fill my tank up somewhere else. I don't often go to ask people, but I'm on the opposite of the point of my negativity is not learning how to depend on community, not knowing when to go and say, hey, I could use a girlfriend right now to encourage me, or I could use a mm-hmm. mentor right now to maybe offer some wisdom in a situation. So mm-hmm. wherever you That's fall good. on that coin, we need to be people that are saying, okay, I've gone too far to my own extreme here. I need to kind of balance back in. I need your Holy Spirit to bring me back in. So I'm in that place where I'm in a flow again, where I'm feeling like I have the right community in place. I have the community that is supporting me, that I am supporting back. And, you know, just a healthiness, that it's healthy. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's when you're going to see fruit being produced, right? There's going to be change Mm -hmm. in you, change in your community, and there's a healthiness to it. And this is why we say this, it, it's never good. We're never going to get it right, right? Like mm-hmm. we're not, there's going to be moments where mm-hmm. you're like, ah, oh, I found my people, my people found me. Like, 
I'm thriving. This all year, is good. Right? Yeah. All is well with my world, right? And then, you know, the next day comes and you're like, shoot, what happened? You know? Yeah. We're yesterday people. was great. <laughs> yeah, yesterday was awesome. That rock, but I don't know what happened today, right? And yeah. that's just life. And I think, you know, we'll use this word. I use this word a lot of like, well, I guess it was just for that season. And seasons do come, mm-hmm. right? But sometimes seasons are happening because maybe we haven't done the work needed to keep that season going on for longer, right? And I think mm-hmm. that's where sometimes we need to be checking ourselves and saying, hey, um, what could I have done maybe to nourish that plan a little bit better? Maybe that yeah. that friendship, that plan died too soon because I just stopped taking care of it or I stopped taking mm-hmm. care of myself. Like something disconnected there. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. When I think about the polarities, I just think it's like we ha- we all are occurring ha- to extremes, right? That's just mm-hmm. how we are wired. We can go to one extreme to the other. And I think it's A, having the awareness to know what your extreme is so that mm-hmm. you can catch yourself a little bit faster each time and say, oh, yeah, I'm doing life alone too much or I'm doing life together too much and I'm not mm-hmm. having enough time together with the spirit. So yeah. I think just it's so interesting between all of that. Yeah, like that tendency. So I'm almost the opposite of what you're saying as you're talking. I'm like, wow, well, definitely the opposite. I tend to community too much, right? Like I'm a people person and you are too. But like, yeah. I and I think it is partly some of the things that I do. My, I think my, my camera froze. Um, but I tend to like seek a person over the Lord. So I've learned, I've had to learn, and I'm always learning that rhythm of oneness with my quiet time with the Lord first right? And then people. So it it is, it's like a tendency, like which way do you tend to Mm -hmm. swing? And just be mindful of that, because that can either hurt, it can hinder, or it can help your relationship with the Lord, right? Yeah. So good. Um, So I I think I, I feel led to say too, like with that said, being these polar opposites, I think when we talk about being the church, we know we're meant to be in the world, not of the world, Right, as you hear that a lot. But what that would mean is we need to be outside of the church. So we want, just as Jesus did, he had his disciples, he had his people. He went to his quiet time with the Lord. He was in the presence of God, his Father. And then he had his people that he counseled with. Even of his 12, he had a few, like a trusted few, right inside of that. He modeled all of this so beautifully, very intentionally for us. But then he was out doing ministry, right? He's out in the world spreading the gospel to the ends of the earth. And is still doing that to this day through us. So we're meant to be out of the church. So yes, we need these people who are fellow believers, but then we also need to get out, right, of the building. And I think the building, whether it's a literal building or a figurative building, can be a comfort zone for a lot of us. So it's like, yeah, you want to have a foundation. You want to have that relationship with the Lord. You want to, you know, pray through timing and all of that. But the encouragement is to be out, right? out spreading spreading the hope that we have found and i love the encourager mission because it is like that like just like you said like she might have encouraged you and now you go encourage her right get out there into the world and encourage somebody else with the hope that we have found yeah so good um i think so real quick i just wanted to add on sorry um go for it since we are talking about you know the middle of like we want that middle ground but we also know okay we're gonna have friends that are believers that are going to speak the same language as us um, and not even perfectly, but similar language. We still, Christ is the center of it, right? And then we also want to have people like our neighbors who are maybe not believers. Um, but I think we need to still be our true light, right? Like we're, mm-hmm. we need to stay true to us. And I think um, 
I just want to encourage people, like, don't be afraid to be your authentic Christian self in your relationships with non-believers, not in a standoff, right? Right. But just what, what has truly helped you? As you said, like, what, where did your hope come from? There's a church sign that has something on it, like Christianity, the best news you've ever heard. And I keep thinking about like, Hey, let's remember, like, Mm. this is good news. Like what we have found is the best news ever. So what little nugget of inspiration could you just share with somebody of like, Hey, today was hard for you. But what I believe is that tomorrow is a brand new day and that there's hope and that you can have a new day tomorrow, that you can have faith in your heart, that you can believe that good things are coming your way, right? It doesn't have Mm. to be in Christianese, which truth Mm -hmm. is truth, whether you attach a Bible verse to it or not. So don't be afraid, don't be reserved in your non-Christian relationships to not be who you are, a person of hope, a person that has faith and a person that believes in Mm -hmm. eternal things. Yeah, we have good news to share. Yeah, really good news yeah. to share. We really good news. We have hope. Yeah, and to not compartmentalize that out of your relationships outside of the, the body, right? The yeah. comfort zone of Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. Love it's it. It's been fun. It has been fun, and it is challenging. And we're here to say, hey, we get it. We know we understand the challenge of trying to balance it all and get in that quiet time and have time with the Lord and also be in the world and also be taking care of your people and being a good friend and a good wife or a good neighbor. I mean, it's, it's a lot, but we can only do that and pull that off well if we are full of the Spirit. So just, you know, we hope this month has just reminded you of that, has encouraged you, and really that you took the summer. Um, and if you didn't listen in, we encourage you to go back, listen to what it interests you as far as mind, body, spirit. We feel like it's a seasonal thing. You know, you might be crushing your mind in, in oneness and your spirit, but maybe your body, you know, you're not really taking care of your body. Or maybe there's a season where you're crushing taking care of the temple of God, which is your body. But, you know, your mind's just kind of floating and confused and cluttered and, you know, full of lies. So it everything is different. So you can keep coming back to this and listening to this. But we always need these messages every day. We need to be reminded of the power of the mind-body-spirit connection. So, yeah, it was a great summer. It was a whole lot of fun. I'm sad to see it end in a way because I love talking about it. And we'll continue, we'll continue a lot of these themes. A lot of these themes are things we always talk about at here at the Encourager podcast. So, again, if you will, join us in our mission of being women who intentionally encourage um, and share this. You know, blast us out into your part of the world. Share it with her. Comment. Let us know how it hit you. Send us a message, right? We'd love to pray for you. We are your community also. And we'll catch you again next Monday. This has been fun. It's a great summer. Looking forward to the fall. Love you all. See you next Monday. Cool. Love to y'all. Okay. Ladies, I am so honored that you chose to spend some time with me this morning. I hope and pray that the Word of God encouraged you and that you feel inspired to now get out into the world and be a woman who chooses to encourage. Remember, Encourage Her is a God-given, purpose-driven ministry. This podcast is for the taking. It's free for the sharing. Please share it with her. Also, remember to subscribe like, and follow us on Instagram at Encourage Her Wellness for your daily quick encouragements throughout the week. From now till then, stay encouraged and choose to encourage her. I'll see you next Monday. Love to you all.